stuff and then every now and then you have something you want to just kind of investigate yeah. <laughs> so I try to keep that fire over here also fanned and uh, I've been studying trying to study a little bit on a writer who's who was in prison for many years and was executed years ago but uh, he wrote a book called it's on Christian maturity written on Ephesians it's called sit Walk, stand. You know who it is. <laughs> and uh, I just opened it up one, and I was trying to go through it. And one place in there, he's talking about God being a giver. And his statement was, "God is so wealthy that He delights to give." And I thought about what Brother Johnny preached on last night: God's math or the X factor. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I've never heard it put just like that, but I hope I'll never forget it. Amen. I'm glad to serve a giving right. and a living God. Right. Yeah. Amen. <clears throat> some people, I don't know if they see the Lord as a taker or somebody, you know, some being or whatever, ready to. How do you see the Lord? Yeah. How do you know the Lord? More important. For God so loved that He gave. Amen. I'm glad He's preparing us at home. <clears throat>
let's do it. Let's pray. Ask the Lord. Yeah. I'm afraid in our culture, we are so infused, if that's the word, and so affected, hopefully not infected, but so affected by our culture around us. And you know, there's a virus yeah. that's worse than COVID, Zika, right. Lambda, yeah. and all the variants. Right. It's called sin. Yeah, and it'll creep in on you, and you'll have you won't even know it. Right. Mm. Here, that's right. Help us, Lord, to make sure. Yeah. That we have the. I don't know if I should say that or not, but we have the. And I don't even like to call it that vaccine. <laughs> against that virus, God said. Yeah. People are just like that, concerning the Word of God and the gospel. Yeah. Oh, I'm okay. I got immunity. <laughs> I should have never got on that. But <laughs> how are you yeah. prepared right. yes, to combat that disease called sin? Right. You can't handle it. Nobody has ever done it. Adam, that God breathed, created man, however you want to say it, it got him. That's right. And now it's on all of us. Have you been cured of it? I'm on my way to heaven. How about you? 393.
put us to go onward. Amen. Thank you, Lord God. Anyone have a special prayer request to see? Have you been praying for our yes. revival services? Yeah. You know, uh, we live in such a challenging time. <clears throat> Please remember my mom and dad. They are, uh, my dad is 85, yeah, 85, be 86 in December. Um, and uh, my mom is, two years younger, three. So, and they're still at home. They're scooting around on their rollators and uh, they are uh, just, they need the Lord to help them to, who was that brother that preached that sermon? Quit looking in the mirror, look out the window. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Bill Joe Watson. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I, I want to see them before they go, do that. Yeah. And uh, please pray for them. My mom has battled a congestion something. Ooh. And she's had COVID too, I think. And it's just, it's tough on her. And uh, she's having trouble with her mind too, so please pray for them. Just remember our country and the things going on over in Afghanistan. Oh, yes. <clears throat> pray for Mr. Biden. He's supposed to be commander in chief. And how many, I don't want to say hours, how many minutes have I spent praying for him? <coughs> so remember these requests. Ask the Lord to help us.
for that blood. Nothing else in heaven nor in earth where we may be saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. Can't put your trust in a denomination. Can't put your trust in a in a movement. Can't put your trust in a government. Can't put your trust in a common man. You gotta put your trust in Jesus Christ. And in that shed blood that was shed on Calvary for us. Amen. I appreciate that blood. It was that blood that changed me. Brought me out of sin. Uh, cleared my sight up. I began to see things in a different light. Huh? Some things I used to love, I hate. And things I used to hate, I love. I still don't like liver. But, uh, but I like the gospel. I like God's people. And I love the word of God. And I appreciate him. And I appreciate the spirit of the Lord that's moving. Wanting to help us here tonight. But we are spiritual beings. You may say, well, I don't feel like reaching out tonight. Well, you need to get your spiritual being to speak to your fleshly being and say, reach your hands up. I need more of God. Okay? And so, if we're going to get anything from the Lord, we're going to have to reach out to that spiritual being. Amen. A lot of folks don't even know they got a spiritual being. They don't even know. But I appreciate the Lord. And I, I appreciate what he can do for us. We're going to come to you here tonight. Uh, we're, I think we've got the CD machine working again. So uh, anyway, we got the first night uh, back there uh, on CDs. Um, you know, if you want a copy, you can have a copy. Uh, if you got something you can put in to help us keep buying more CDs, just put it in that little box back in the back back there. But uh, we also have uh, uh, Mixler and Anchor you can listen to on some of those. But anyway, we do appreciate what God's doing for us. I appreciate Brother Johnny coming and helping. We needed this help. We need this help. And uh, he has been preaching so very good to us. Preached about, uh, uh, basically it's hope. You know, what was it that they were needing? They were needing hope. And then he preached about the X factor. Uh, don't ever count the Lord out. That's it. That's Never count him out. Amen. And I appreciate the Lord. So we don't know what he's got for us tonight, but we're, we're looking forward to seeing what he's got. We're going to come to you here this evening and ask that you would help contribute to Brother Johnny's uh, ministry. And uh, we don't we don't keep the, the offerings that come in for him. They uh, they go right on to him. And uh, I don't know about y'all, but what we've been hearing is what we're needing. Yeah. We've been needing that. And uh, not that we were way off somewhere or uh, no, but you know what? Sometimes you just need a little yes. reviving. Yeah. And we've been getting that. And so, uh, Brother Todd, I know you don't normally take up, but 
come and help us here this evening. And uh, how are you going to work the, uh, the ministry, street ministry this weekend? You're going to do it on Friday or you're going to do it? I can't do it Friday. Can't do it Friday? Here. I don't know how much I'll it Saturday. I don't okay. know I just didn't know if you already had it worked out yet or not. Okay. <laughs> Be prepared. All right. Dear Lord Jesus, dear Lord God, we thank you, Lord, for all you've done for us. We thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy, God. We thank you for that great sacrifice you made for us, Jesus. We thank you for dying on the cross. God, we thank you for that blood that washes our sins away. Lord, we know that we can never repay you. Yes. Help us, Lord, to give. Yes. God, we ask you to bless this service. Bless John Gabbard and his brother John Gabbard and his ministries, Lord. Multiply this for their needs. God, we love you and pray in your righteous and holy name. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Tracy, get us a song. I, want, I just want to say how much um, we've got several folks in here that God has really reached down and pulled out of sin. That's what He done for me. Is that what He's done for you? Huh? I was raised in church all my life, and uh, if. Uh, if I had kept going to the churches that I'd been going to, they would have said, "You're all right. You're saved. You're just gonna make it right on in. You've always been saved." I remember going uh, one time. Uh, uh, it was a Nikki Cruz uh, meeting, and uh, and the Holy Ghost. I was probably 12 or 13 years old. First time I ever felt the convicting power of the Holy Ghost. Uh, y'all ain't know who Nikki Cruz is? Yeah. Crossing the switchblade. Okay. Anyway. And so, uh, and so anyway, I went forward uh, wanting to get saved. And the man asked me, he said, uh, you ever been baptized before? I said, yeah. He said, well, you're already saved. I said, no. no. It's amazing to me. I knew I wasn't saved. Amen. But that fellow that was trying to talk to me, he thought I was. Amen. Huh? You can have a no-so salvation. Yeah. You can know that you know Him. Amen. Oh, y'all getting quiet on me. Is it as you want me to shut up or go on? I don't know, but I'm going to tell you right now, you need to know. Do you know Him? Huh? You ever hear Him talk to you? Oh. Now, Brother Jeff, are you one of those? Yes, I am. Jesus still speaks to his people. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. If we're his sheep, we will hear his voice. It'll make a change in our lives. It'll make a change the way that we're doing. And I appreciate what God's done for us. We've got a church full of, uh, uh, I, I call them first generation, and we've got quite a few second generation. But you know what? We got to know him. Amen. We got to know him. So let's get in and see what God's got for us here this evening. Come on. Well, praise God. Tickets. I, I um, unfortunately today, whenever um, oh, um, Brother Robert was telling telling us some kind of things that was going on in Afghanistan, it reminded me of a story of this uh, one of my friends who um, he was on this patrol. And he was supposed to be in front, 
But he had another guy come up, and uh, it was his squad leader. He said, hey, I'm going to take the lead this time. Has this ever happened to you? I think you already know where I'm going. He said, I'm going to take the lead this time, right? And um, within 15 steps, he was gone off the face of the earth. And it, it, um, my friend, you know, he, um, he knew that his, his friend, his friend, his squad leader, he knew, right, that he was a Christian. But he could not understand why God would do that for him. But, and, and afterwards, you know, um, this was way afterwards, uh, I got to, we got to talk about it. And, you know, he thought that because he was saved that day, because he didn't blow up that day, that God saved him. And that was it. That was his salvation. We got to talking a lot about it. And I, I invited him to church and invited him to church. And um, he never would come. I talked to him all day at work. He never would come. And then this um, young lady invited him to come to their church. So he immediately went, obviously, and uh, actually got saved. I don't know if y'all uh, ever heard of uh, C.T. Townsend. He's a uh, Baptist preacher, but he was going around preaching and got saved through his preaching. And, uh, and then he came here and actually told his testimony. It was a great testimony because if he would have died that day, he would have died and went to hell, right? But Jesus. And it reminded me of this story for me. A lot of my testimonies, I'm sorry, uh, I have a past. Uh, it's a not a good one, but I have a brighter future, thank God. But uh, I remember one day I was in um, a particular, I was in a trailer down in Bullock County and uh, I, was, I was addicted to drugs. So I remember I, I did... Uh, so I did a massive amount of drugs that night, and I knew I, I knew by the end of the night all that was about to creep up on me, and I went too far. So I knew with inside of myself, I'm not going to make it. My wife and my kids are on a vacation somewhere. She has no idea what I'm doing. They're going to come home. Daddy's going to be dead. It's going to be terrible. But I knew I had done so much. It was getting to where I couldn't breathe. I couldn't feel air going into my lungs. I, I couldn't feel my heart beating anymore, and it was just it was the most... Um, worst feeling I've ever had in my life, but I knew I did too much. And um, as a as a, a bad uh, sinner and a drug addict or whatever, when I got into tough times like that, I would pray, God, if you'll save me, I'll never do it again, right? right. And um, and you know I didn't die obviously that day, but uh, and I think that was just Jesus. And let me tell you why, because after all that happened, it took me nearly two weeks to recover from that overdose there. Um, but after about three years went by, I got saved in my garage and all this great stuff happened. And, um, and I, I decided to take a different way to church that day. And I went uh, that by that trailer that I overdosed in. And as I went by, the Lord stopped me dead in my tracks. And He told me this. He said, you should have died that day. Basically, you did die that day. But Jesus, right? If I would have died then, I would, I would be in an eternal hell right now. And I think and I know every last one of us in here, you might not even know it, but every one of you in here, Jesus has stepped in and has saved you from an eternal pit of hell. And not only that, we've all sinned. We've all came short of the glory of God. The consequences of sin is death. So we all have been there, whether it was in drugs or maybe a car wreck or something else that God saved you from. But last night we had just an amazing service right Amen. here. And uh, have you all ever read the book of Acts somewhere about chapter 1 and 2? Right? The Holy Ghost came down. It was, a, it was an amazing chapter. If you haven't read it, you should. But I, but I wonder if that mighty Russian wind, right, that they felt then, and that pure static just electricity that just sweeps by, right, when we're all in one accord, when we're all praying, when we all have the mind of the Spirit, when we're praying in the Spirit, when we're worshiping God. You do know if you'll do that every time, if we'll all get together and do that every time, God's going to meet us here every time, and we can have that every time. God is good. Let's worship. Amen. Praise God.
God loved us so much that He would die upon a cross. And then He would call us who were no people. We were no people. But by the grace of God and by the power of the blood, hallelujah, God's turned it around for us. we got a bright future. Amen. A great retirement program. Amen. But all we got to do is love Him with all our hearts. You say, well, Brother Jeff, if I just hold on, you got to love Him. got to love Him. Because if you love Him, you will hold on. Amen. I do appreciate the Spirit of the Lord and the Holy Ghost moving in our midst. And uh, I just don't know what all God's got for us tonight. But I can tell you, we just need to reach out. Reach out. There's more, so much more than what we've ever could imagine. It's there for us. Let's reach out. I'm going to turn this over to Brother Johnny. Unsanctified, not that I could remember or notice. Amen. It's been a great day. And... Uh, Talking about the Lord, what God has done in the past, and what He can do in the future. And I don't know about you, but it would be nice. I know, I know we're not adding to the Old and New Testament now, but in heaven there's a book being recorded. And I'd like to be part of that book. Yeah, about what's yet to come. So uh, let's, let's do our part. Ask the Lord to help us. Thank you, Pastor. Good to be back again tonight in the house of the Lord to feel His presence and His power and His glory that's been manifested again tonight. And looking forward to God helping us again. Amen. We just appreciate what He's doing in the hour that we're living in. Amen. I want you to turn with me tonight. I will not try to be long. I want you to turn with me tonight to the prophecy of Isaiah the great evangelist of the Old Testament. Uh, we're going to turn there to uh, chapter number 43 and going to read two verses of Scripture there, uh, verse number 18 and verse number 19. Again, it's good to see everybody, uh, all of our older friends and some of our new people we've made friends with. And uh, I don't, I tell people sometimes, I, I know that I don't make friends easy uh, and that's not your fault. But when I make friends, I believe friendship is like marriage. Till death do you part. So, you know, a friend loveth at all times. Amen. So we're good to be here. Uh, Isaiah chapter number 43, verse number 18. Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing now. It shall spring forth. You shall, shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The Lord will stand by me tonight and you'll pray for me. I want to preach to you. You ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> Father, we're here again partly because of the kind of invitation of this pastor and congregation. But more so, God, we are here tonight because of woe be unto me if I preach not the gospel. 
taking that obligation serious tonight. We stand here depending entirely and exclusively upon thee, oh God. Asking God for light, light, nor flawless, but oh God, that anointing that somehow transforms a man into the prophet of the sins of the New Testament. God, stand by me tonight, I pray. When I reach for a thought, let it be there. And in the conclusion of our broken remarks, feel the fire bright again in our heart. We need you to pray to God and the glory. We ask you in Jesus' name. And the congregation say, Amen. 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 I, I think I've opened uh, two or three meetings this year from this text. And I retarded, I thought. And that we came back in this evening thinking about some of the things of today. And uh, we just switched back and pulled it out of the archives. And here we are again tonight. You know, really, uh, this came to me when, uh, in the middle of 2020, when the battle was raging. And uh, I was really uh, listening and talking and arguing with the devil when he said, you have said, you have preached, and you have taught revivals coming. What about this? And then the Lord directed me to a scripture and he said to me, what I have entitled my message tonight, you ain't seen nothing yet. Amen. I know that uh, 2020 uh, tested us almost beyond our endurance. I understand that. And also, even with that, now 2021 has looked more dark and dangerous than even last year. And many people are asking the question, where does the church go from here? Is it true? Well, I want to say to you tonight, as a church, amen, God has given us the answer. I'm glad of our heritage. I'm glad of all the great revivals that we've known and heard and read about down through the centuries. But all of those are behind us. And I want to tell you tonight as sweet as I can, when your testimony becomes what, of what God used to do, you're already dying. Amen. We cannot live on the past. Amen. There's got to be something greater down the road. I have watched... Uh, I think I feel me breathe on me. I have watched as a, as a great men of God in lockstep have stepped off the, the scene and went on and, and wondered who would be behind them and what's about coming next. But I come to tell you that God told me, He said, the best is yet to come. If I didn't believe that tonight, I'd go back to the hills of Kentucky. Amen. And I wouldn't be out here like this. But I, I believe that we are about to experience a, a Holy Ghost explosion. The church has always prospered under persecution. Amen. Many pe- I thought that many people would turn to God during this time when they were forced to stay home with their wives and their children. Amen. But most of them, instead of praying and using that time to glorify God, spending griping and complaining because they couldn't go out and play with their toys. Amen. But I want you to know there is a, there is a real blood-bought, blood-washed, sanctified, holy church of the living God. Amen. That's going to come out of the fire. 
fire. Hallelujah. Amen. You can't, amen. You can't stop this. It's going to happen. And I'm looking to be part of it. Amen. The church, he said, I'm going to do a new thing. It's time, amen, that we got up from where we are. Amen. Uncircle the wagons. Quit preaching. Amen. From a survival mode and go on the attack. Amen. The only way sometimes to win is just go on the attack. Amen. And I tell you what, they told me, son, the harder you hit, the harder you hit back. And that's right. And one triple definition is the difference between a coward and a hero. So I come to preach to you tonight. Amen. We're looking for somebody. Amen. That'll say, I believe God's going to do it. And I'm going to be part of it. Here I am. God used me as a man. Amen. When I say I got through looking at the what he saw in chapter 6 amen. even though King Uzziah had died he got looking at all of that at the end he said I'll go here am I I'll go Lord if you want me to try it I'll try it one more time God help us tonight amen I preached to you this man's tabernacle two years several years ago and I preached on the trumpets Giving a, a, a certain sound. Right. And I had Brother Burdine there that night, hit over by the piano with his uh, horn. And I said, When I give you the signal, I said, I want you to hit that thing. And uh, we preached about the different th things of the horn. But I got over to that part uh, about the horn that called to war. And he hit the call, amen, of charge. He blowed that thing. When he did, I never got the service back. The old gray-haired man, amen, that fought the wars. Come out dancing. They danced out the pews. They danced out the choir off. They danced it over that place. Amen, something stirred inside of them. I'd like to stir you up tonight. I'd like to challenge you tonight to a fight. Amen. I, I know, you know, I'm just going to take so much. The fight's going to come on then. And God said, uh, don't quit. You ain't seen nothing yet. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. It is God who is leading us into this new place. Amen. So it's time we got out of our comfort zone. Stepped out of the water. You know, Peter had one word, come. And he stepped out of the water. And we do a lot of, of uh, giving old Peter a hard time. But honey, you ain't gonna walk on the water. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Those disciples back in that uh, ship who decided to stay and watch uh, lost an invitation, uh, lost a time when they could step on water. Yeah. There's nobody right. wants to walk on water to just walk in somebody else. Uh, amen. And spending the rest of their life wondering what is. Uh, you know what? Uh, I had better fight and lose. Uh, I just turn around and walk away. Amen. I don't understand quitting. I don't understand backing up. I know they've been back slide, but I don't know why. Amen. I joined up this thing. Amen. For the all away. I'm going to ride for the brand. And I want to be around when this new thing breaks out among us. Amen. And I said the other night, five minutes before Elijah walked off the desert, everything looked hopeless. Five minutes after he walked out of the palace, the whole country knew there's a prophet in Israel. And I'm going to tell you, they're not as dark and as dangerous and as bad as it looks right now. Amen. One red hot. Amen. A glory and Holy Ghost revival can change the moral climate of this whole nation. 
Help the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. God is the one who led us here. It was God who set Ezekiel down in that valley of dry bones. It was God who put me and you here in this dark and dangerous time to give hope to all these hopeless people of our day. Our response to what's going on around us must be the response that Ezekiel gave to God. Son of man, can these bones live? He said, Thou knowest. Amen. Thou knowest. Lord, you know what's going to happen or not. Amen. And then he proceeds to tell us how that valley was full of bones, not skeletons, but bones. Oh, he said they were many and low. They were very, very dry. Amen. But I want you to know before it's over, they had a revival in a graveyard. And I want you to know tonight we can have a revival in a weak and dead and dry church. Amen. All of a sudden, all it takes is somebody. My old, one of my old teachers fought in World War II, and he said, they threw us out on the beach and said the first man that went down was our, was our lieutenant, our platoon leader, dead. He said, there he was pinned down under the guns and said that us the young raw recruits not know what to do. Said finally one old mountain boy said, the book said, when you were under attack and didn't know what to do, attack! And he said, we jumped up and run through that cup and fought our way back. Amen, when you don't know what to do, the book says, fight back! Amen, fight back! He said, that's well, that mountain boy became our platoon leader. See what saying? Amen, it's time when you don't know what to do, get up and try it one more time. Hallelujah. Oh, our response, that's be thou knowest. Amen. God has sent a man to speak life to the bones. And there's a time when faith absolutely overcomes the facts. I know the fact is that Lazarus has been dead four days and stinks. That's the facts of it. But faith said, roll back the stone. And tonight, uh, amen, if you just uh, roll back the stone in your stinking mess uh, and let the Lord get in there, amen, he'll breathe life uh, back into that which was dead. When he says, Lazarus, come up out of there. Amen, it ain't over yet. Amen, the paddle's still. We were in a in camp meeting a couple, three, four years ago out at uh, where the church we were going to then and and uh, we're on our way, and as we often do sometimes on sun on Sunday morning now, Amen. We was running a little bit late. We was coming up the road, and and uh, and got a call, and sister said, "Where are y'all at?" And she said, "We're on New Thirty heading that way." And what's going on? And he told us that sister Linda spent the night in the, their motor home, and their electric wasn't working right, and they fired up the, and we didn't realize it. Uh, he got up and left early. The girl got up sick and vomiting, but Mama laid down in there and said, well, we've got her out, said, uh, she's in here. And so they went, somebody's got the oxygen and said, he said, but it looks like she's dying. So we broke, uh, we, we broke the speed limit, went there, jumped out, run in there where they was all gathered around her, and uh, they was a praying and a crying. And we just stood there. 
And all of a sudden, Brother Morgan, spirit of God touched me. And I just said, excuse me, brother. I walked over to where she was at, and I said, Sister Linda, I don't know where you are, but get on back here. Come on back. You ain't staying there. You know what part of one on top does the blood vessels. You know what it does to build them there. Amen. And she was, but all of a sudden, she began to speak in tongues, opened her eyes, and I did her time to be there serve. Amen. I want you to know tonight the word of God is still quick and powerful. And it's spoken of the anointing of the Holy Ghost. There's a time, amen, you can look at a situation, but faith says, bone come to bone. So I prophesied as I was commanded. I watched the shaking. I watched the wind blow. I watched the army stand up. I watched that which was dead come to life. I'm coming to preach to you tonight, Tom. It's fixing to do something like you can't imagine. You ain't seen nothing yet. Here you are, dejected with your head hung down. Amen. Looking around. When you need to be looking up. Amen. God sent a man. Now God has also sent us to this emotionally drained and defeated people. And we must speak the words of life. To these who are near dead. And the question they're asking us is. Can God do it again? Will God do it again? Amen. Well. Well the good old days are all past and gone. And you couldn't call them back if you tried. But the God who lived in those good old days is walking right along by my side. He's walking right along by my side. Amen. You know Randy well that you where he's got. Somebody said to him, well, he said, Brother Randy, said, God just ain't moving like he used to. He said, oh, really? Is he sick? <laughs> said, you got arthritis in his knees? Said, what's wrong with him? Well, that ended that conversation. God is God. And that old song said, I know God is God. And God don't never change. I know God is God. And He always will be God. Amen. He's God right here tonight. He's been God in the soul service. Amen. He's God right here right now. The Holy Ghost is holding around me in here. He said, I'm seeking for a man who will rise up and stand in that gap. Amen. For the sick and dying world. I ain't ready to give this world to the devil. I'm not ready to conceive a faith. Amen. I, I in the rapture, I'm looking for the coming of the Lord, but not a far escape. Amen. I want him to come back to find a militant, mighty, marching army taking the world for God. Your children, my brother, has a right to see what you've seen. Today, we're going to have one more revival. Amen. Amen. Trouble with us is we're spending so much time looking around and listening to everything, but but the, you know, I I won't say anymore. I never turn the news on on my phone in the morning till after I've had my devotions, uh, uh, because I just I'm gonna tell you something. But you know what? Smith Wigglesworth would not allow a newspaper inside his house. Wow. 
He wouldn't. He never read anything but the Bible. He said, it's lies, and I don't want to have a lie in my house. One man went to see him, knocked on the door, and stopped and bought the paper. He said, not until you throw that thing in the, in the bushes. Said, you ain't bringing it in here. We spend our time looking around. Fighting over what we should do. Somebody asked me, he said, what do you think about Facebook? I said, put your face in the book and see what happens. Amen. That's all I'm asking you to do. Let God be that talking. Amen. I'm looking at, amen. We need to spend our time looking up above us. Church, you ain't seen nothing yet. In spite of the fact that's not good English, amen, you ain't seen nothing yet. Hallelujah. I said I wasn't going to preach long. Israel looked beyond help. Yet they returned to live again. I was telling the pastor, if you have, if you have the old, old, old family Bible, the references in that Bible will be filled with uh, displacement theology. Because the old saints looked at the deadness of Israel, the scattering of Israel, the, the, the hopelessness of Israel, and they decided that all the, all the promises in the Old Testament must go to the church. But, but God said, if my covenant be not with night and day, amen, as long as he said God promised this, listen, I'm going to tell you something, friend. He promised Abraham that country, and that country's going to belong to the Jews, and there ain't nothing she can do about it. Amen. God keeps his word. That's why after 19 and 48, a little piece of ground covered with rocks and dirt and tries a desert, saw men worth millions of dollars set up their businesses and get on a plane. They asked one man, said, what are you doing? He said, I don't know. He said, but there's something drawing me to the homeland. Amen. I want you to know tonight there's something drawing me to the homeland. Amen. That's why I'm going to set out everything. There's nothing as important as pleasing the God in the hour that we're living in. Amen. That's why we're going to see the backsliders and the hopeless cases coming back to God. Now I'm talking about them that really did at one time, and they are some that really had an experience. Amen. And they're going to remember that. They're going to say, I had that one time. And they're going to come back to the house of God. Mama, that boy, that boy sticks to get out of the hog pen and make his way home. Amen. I can see him fixing to step out there right now. Amen. Amen. I've been praying for a backslider. I said, God, let her wake up and look into the face of a hog and get out of that place and come on back. Amen. Amen. Now, now, we must preach as he has commanded and we'll see a Revival of a dead church in a world full of trouble. Amen. Rising up again. That young man quit me. He's 18. One of, he was an athlete, a great athlete, a great ball player. He told me later, he said, I played for teams that I never saw the inside of their church. But I, they, he was good. They recruited him. But we didn't have to. I told him God didn't call me to have a ball game. He called me to preach holiness. Yes, sir. I ain't got time to umpire. Yeah. I'm preaching. Yeah. Amen. One of the proudest days I ever had with Brent Gavin. 
is when that uh, basketball coach there had come to him and said, uh, Brent, we need you. We need you. And I had seen him in that barnyard basketball goal stand at the, at the, the, the forward position. And this strange music every time he shot, they needed him. He said, now I know your dad's a holiness preacher. And I, but I believe if you'll let me talk to him. He said, I believe I can explain to him that he's going to have to dress. said, you can dress it out in, your, in all of your sweatsuit. And said, you can do all that. And said, said I believe he'll, he said, sir, with all due respect, it is not my dad's conviction. But I have a conviction that competition sports is broken for a child of God. Hallelujah. I mean, I said, Lord, Mama's done something right. Mama's got something right. Once you pray for that boy. Amen. Amen. So I said all that to say the young man married. Married a girl, a Baptist girl. They were some children. But one day, he woke up under old time Holy Ghost conviction. And he said, I tried. I thought, well, I'll go over here. He said, you know, I don't want to go back to mom. He said, I went over there. And he said, that used to be home. This church looked like a, something out of, of a magazine. He said, I went over here and said, it's the same thing. And so I looked at my wife and said, I'm going back to Bond. And if Bond has changed like they have, then we won't have to worry. And it just so happened on a Sunday morning when Kevin had come through the door, the pastor was in the house. <laughs> and he told him later, he said, the thing he's a preacher when I'm out the door, he's a preacher when I come back through the door. And so he said, I think he's come straight down to an altar. Amen. Prayed back through church. Uh, preach like you've never preached. Amen. The pressure's on the back up. Amen. But I'm telling you right now, no questions have. Amen. No quarter given. Amen. There's no backup. It's a battlefield, brother, not a recreation field. It's a fire, not a game. Run if you want to and run if you will. But I come here to stay. Amen. I know it's been a wicked fight. Amen. It's been a terrible battle. Boy, the smoke of the battle clears over. You'll find a church. They've been founded upon the rock. Unshaken and moving. Still doing the work of God. So I want us to tell you tonight, uh, hey man, uh, preach like you've never preached. Uh, where do we go from here? We rise up out of the ashes of yesterday and become the mighty force that God intended for us to be. God's going to do that new thing. And I don't know about you, I'm going to be part of it. Amen. Amen. I heard my wife pray a while back. Uh, she said, I want to be like Caleb. Said God, said to God, you had him. Said when he got ready to fall on the mountain, said he said this, and she said, I can too. It's hard me to kind of go on. Amen. Where do we go from here? God is doing it. Amen. And I don't know about you, but I can. Somebody said, Where's the revival? I see it. I see the shaking. And I feel the wind blowing. And the church rising up like a sleeping giant. To change the world with a real genuine revival. Starting with you. Right here. And right now. And you ain't seen nothing yet. All we need for revival is for God's people.
to see that new vision and have a fresh experience of the power of the Lord Jesus Christ through the anointing of the Holy Ghost and revival breaks out. And I've come to challenge you tonight. Amen. Quit looking around and start looking up. Because you ain't seen nothing yet. I know America, I know America is on a toboggan slide to hell. And I love America, and I love the flag, and I love what we've stood for all these years. But America sowed the wind, and she'll reap the whirlwind. Amen. But I want to tell you tonight, God's not a Republican. And he's not a Democrat. And he's not an American. He's God. He's God. And my allegiance tonight is with God. I'll stand with him. I'll stand with Jesus. Amen. I've sold out to everything else. Amen. Brother, when I prayed through in that kind of situation that you was in, the only thing I can say to him, if you want this mess, the only thing I can promise you is from today on I'll ride for the brand. And that's where I am. Amen. I am an old-fashioned, Holy Ghost, sanctified, tongue-talking man of God, and I'm not ashamed of it. Amen. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Amen. I, I got to be careful here because that uh, fighting spirit raises up, you know. And you know, you know somebody said, uh, I, 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 the devil, listen, but I feel what I feel right now. I'll follow him into his den, get him with a beard and stick in his eye and dare do anything about it. Amen. I come to tell you tonight, God is still He's still moving. He said, don't I, you talk about those things, forget those things. I know the Red Sea was great. And I know that it was great. But that's gone. And then we're in a new land. We've got some places to take, some battles to fight, and some victories to win. And God loves victory. Amen. Behold, I'll do a new, a new thing. And I'll make a way in the wilderness. And there'll be a, a river springing up where it was dry yesterday. Amen. We're going to do it. Son of man, can these bones live? Thou knowest. And so I prophesied as I was commanded. Amen. Preacher, couldn't you just back up a little? Sorry, friend. I don't understand what the voice, what reverse is. Amen. We're going forward. Speak unto this people that they go forward. Yes. Amen. Speak unto the old men because they've understood the battle. Challenge the young men because they're strong. Amen. God give me an army and let's have a revival. Let's see what God's going to do right here. Since the burnt over field, though, you ain't seen nothing yet. Amen. Amen. You ain't seen anything yet. I've lived in a country boy all my life. We cut that hay field, get that hay off the field. You walk out the next morning, that hot sun, step on that stuff, it crumbles up and flies up your face. You think there ain't nothing left here, bare ground. But I'm there too. 
a warm gentle rain comes and you walk out the next morning and that field is green again and there's sprouts coming up see like I see some sprouts coming up see like I see some sprouts coming up see like oh hallelujah amen I'm looking for a visitation of heaven amen well I preached too long but I appreciate the burden of my heart. Yeah. Amen. And know that I was set to go another way. But this evening, she come in and we prayed together. And the Lord said, tell them they ain't seen nothing yet. So let's stand tonight. How about, uh, how about some volunteers? How about, would you like to re-sign up? I'd like to join up. Listen, them old veterans there that night shouting. If the enemy had come in, they'd have been ready to go back and fight it out again. That's right. And they remember. Tonight I challenge you. Lord, I may not be much. Amen. I may not have a machine gun. But if all I've got is an old squirrel rifle, I'll make every shot. Yeah, that's right. Amen. And I'm going to win this battle. Amen. Amen. And I sought for a man among them. God, as the great pastor said earlier, God don't anoint organizations. God don't anoint movements. But he said, I'm looking for a man. Yes. Yes. I sought for a man among them. Just one man among them yes. to make up the hedge and stand in the gap. And I wouldn't destroy the land. Is there such a man among us tonight? Oh, yes. And then the altars are open tonight as they sing the song. Come and pray. Come and join.
love it. I love it. I don't know about you, but that just that's got me charged up. Thank the Lord. Amen. What what you gonna do about it? He preached like that tonight, and then we go right back to doing the same thing we do every day, same way. It's got to make change. It's got to be different. You know, we got to do something. Uh, Whenever years ago we were just it wasn't many of us here at the church, and uh, we'd been talking, we'd been talking for years. About how to evangelize, how to get out there and do something. We finally just said we need to quit talking and do something. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Has it all worked out? No. Huh? Some things that didn't work out, they worked out later on, but not then. So you just gotta keep going. Gotta keep going. I appreciate. Seem like the uh, fog of war has cleared a little. We can see a little bit more of the terrain. And so we need to make our plans. Amen. Amen. I do appreciate the Lord. Anyone got a word before we dismiss here tonight? So if you guys don't know, today we lost 15 Marines. Yeah, we did. We lost a lot of people, and there's expected to be more. And the last time that that happened was February of 2020. It's been a long gap. Yeah. And it made me think, because I, I know that some of you don't know this, but I, I've been doing this for 16 years now, and it makes you think that everything that you've done over there, yeah, all the fighting that I have that I have put my soul yeah. and heart into was for nothing. Yeah. It was for nothing. Yeah. I stood in that gap so that young men, when I was this age, didn't have to. And it bothered me because my buddy said, well, did we do anything over there? Did we do anything? And when you said stand in the gap, that's that's one of the things that I thought about is, you know what, we, we stood there so that other people wouldn't have to do it in the future. But the reality is, is the fight's never going to end. No. It doesn't, matter if, it's, it, it doesn't matter if it's in Afghanistan or if it's in another country, the fight will never end. Come on, man. It, it just, it, it's a continual cycle of violence that we will continue to face. Yeah. Yeah. And the only way that we have victory is through the Lord. Right. Yeah. And, and I, he's not a religious man. And I, I, I do my best to talk with him about the Lord. But I got him to pray with me today. Yeah. I got him to pray. This is a man who claimed to be an atheist just uh, about two months ago. Okay. After his daughter, or after his sister was was killed. Right? You know, the Lord, the Lord sees us where we're yep. at. Sure. He makes us where we're at. Right. And just when you feel like, hey, I can't fill up any more of this gap, he goes, no, no, I got you. I'm not your body. Yeah. I'll yes. take up the remainder of it. Yeah. You cast your burdens on me, I'll carry them for right. you. You just stand there. So I just I just appreciate the Lord and you know I may not understand everything that's going on with that fight, but I do with this one. Yeah. And we're gonna and we we gotta keep pushing forward. Right. Uh, I do I do pray for those people that lost you know loved ones today, but at the same time I'm more concerned about their soul than about those yeah. that have already gone. We can't do anything about the past or the people that have passed, but we can worry about those that are still here and yeah. I do. Yeah. I want to help my brothers uh, Todd and Ryan and Jamie to go out and spread the word yeah. because it needs to be done. There is a lost world. Yeah. There's people like me 
The old meat yes, still out there. Right. Yes. Hopeless. If we yes. don't reach out and grab them, right. nobody will. That's oh, right. Thank the Lord for his, his grace and his mercy for reaching out yeah. and having other people reach out to me. Yeah. Because I was once out there too. Yeah. I know what it's like to live out in that world. Yeah. Right. And I appreciate the Lord for saying, no, son, let me show you a different way. Yeah. Thank the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Thank you, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, but uh, I was just thinking while you were, you were talking, uh, studying the Bible, you know, Babylon keeps falling, yeah. and will fall again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Right. That's right. I do appreciate the Lord. He's able to keep us. Yes, he is. Keep us. Let's see here. When Jesus walked this earth, died and resurrected the Roman Empire was in charge mm -hmm. and then it well yeah. you kind of see where I'm going yeah. it went from country to country different rulers Ottoman Empire Todd we were talking about the other night the Ottoman Empire came to rule you know and then it's been I guess the UN and all that kind of stuff huh my point is, Christians were always there. No matter who was ruling, God's people were still always there. He'll keep us until that trumpet. I'm looking forward to the trumpet. Amen. All right. So good having the folks from Savannah come. Appreciate y'all coming. And uh, looking forward to what God's got for us. We've got a... Uh, Got at least one more night. And then uh, he's supposed to be with us Sunday morning, Sunday night. And yeah. just have to keep praying. Yeah. I don't know what he's got going on. So. All right. All hearts clear? Shake hands, be friendly, you are dismissed. Thank the Lord. <laughs>